basically she brought JLo brought him in and we had to we had to get our lighting on. We Have had you done to that? we had to get our salsa on and just no, Ooh. never. Never. I was like, where's the hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> where's the hip hop? Where's the where's the boom cat? Yeah. Come on, Lorianne, where you at? You know what I mean? Like it um I had to fake it till I made it. Did you make it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the CZ Podcast is brought to you by us, CZ Studio, the number one dance app on the App Store and Google Play Store with over 1 million downloads. We provide curated online dance classes taught by the world's best instructors. Why did we create CZ? To help you reach your dance goals one step at a time. Whether that goal is to perform with the biggest and best musical artists in the world or just be the life of the party at your cousin's wedding. I'm your host, Clay Boone Let's get to it. Aaliyah Janelle Brinson. Now, let's go. <laughs> Dancer, choreographer for artists such as Nicki Minaj, Chris Brown, Jennifer Lopez, Hyolin, mm. many, many more. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the dancers who made dance a staple content genre mm. on like Instagram and such mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, a YouTuber, technically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's only scratching the surface. Welcome to Steezy Podcast, Aaliyah. Yay! Thanks for having me, you guys. Of course. So cool to have you here after we did the uh, Watch Out for the Big Girls Lizzo thing. That was your first time here. That was my first time here. And I just, the word that I left with was so impressed and proud, uh, like, of you guys and what you built. Because I know I I got, like, you know, a little story of where you guys started. Mm -hmm. But to then come until you're, like, your fancy downtown big (laughs) studio taking up the whole floor. Like, (laughs) I was just so, I was floored. So I was so happy to be here. Thank you, Leah. That's so that's so cool to hear. Yeah, because obviously everyone here is such a big fan of yours. And, you know, like the dance world is small. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting how like we haven't we hadn't been able to properly meet you yet. I know. So, I know. So to work on something as big as that yeah. was amazing. That was fire. Yeah. So I wanted to start with a really, really big question. Okay. Why does Coca-Cola hit different when you have it with in and out? <laughs> No, you know what I thought you were going to ask? I thought you were going to ask, why does it hit different when you see it, like, in the movie theaters? Like, oh, at AMC? with the, oh, the, the dew? With the, yeah, with yeah. the dew, and then you hear the ice, and I'm just like, damn, I want to coke every freaking mm. time I'm, I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I... Because In N Out hits with everything. So, what's your order? My order is the number two. Okay. Now with grilled onions. I never did onions really? before, but That's... now with grilled onions, you ask for the bun extra crispy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Ask for the bun extra crispy with a chocolate vanilla shake. Oh, you get a chocolate. See, I wish I could. I'm lactose intolerant. <gasps> No. It's pain. That's okay. I'll drink one for you. Oh, it's fine. Man. It's fine. I'll have two for you. You know, I get, I get the, <laughs> I get whole grilled onions. No. You can't do that? Where it's like the whole thing and then No, it's like you just make you just it's whole so yeah, the ring, so you just wanna love that. No, I want <laughs> You're like, that's my favorite. Right, right. And then uh, you gotta get the you gotta get the fries well done too. Okay. So that they're crispier. I don't mind that. Oh. I don't mind that. I, I like them cook I like, it regular, but I, I like the strong opinions about this. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. in and out is my in yeah. and out is my one. Yeah. Like Shake Shack, no. Uh, Shake Shack, no. Chick-fil-A is like, okay, like, if I want some chicken, Chick-fil-A right? Chick-fil-A with Chick-fil-A sauce right. specifically is amazing. Right. Chick-fil-A on its own, it's... Okay, but In-N-Out versus Habit. Because Habit sometimes be hitting. I think that Habit has that like baseline burger that like if I'm craving something that's like, oh, this is a good classic burger, 
I'm down for the habit. But in and out is to me special. Absolutely. And it's the right portioning. Absolutely. I love that patty. Absolutely. Absolutely. With that Thousand Island. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy that we're home. We are home. (laughs) We're home. I'm so happy that was the first question. Yes. I was scared. No, no, no. We're we're chilling. So I guess if we talk about, I guess we have to talk about some dance stuff. Yeah, let's talk about dance. (laughs) Something that I know you've mentioned before plenty of times, but to give our listeners something specific and understanding more about you Mm -hmm. is you got into the sort of like dance and social media game pretty early. Yeah. And I was curious about where the ideas stem from because I'm sure you were watching videos on YouTube and such. Yeah. And then I guess like how did you build sort of like a system for posting a lot of content why did you even want to post content on instagram what was the what was your thought processes and journey? yo honestly it was a big accident Ooh. this whole thing was an accident wait what yeah no on, seriously nothing was planned there was no system it was literally <laughs> it was literally just me doing my thing and it unraveling on its own okay so um you know like before i started like really really posting i was an assistant to somebody okay I was an assistant. I was religiously taking dance class because, you know, obviously as a dancer, you want to take as many classes as you can to, you know, get your training and to get the exposure, whatever, whatever. But for me, a lot of people don't know is I actually stayed in one class. It was a heels class that I absolutely loved. And this choreographer, you know, needed to take a leave because she was starting a family. So I kind of stepped in as, you know, her prodigy or whatever you want to call it. So that's how I started teaching. I actually taught my first class. It was Millennium. It was a Millennium. The old Millennium, not even the one that's on Ventura. Oh. It was the old Millennium and like one of, not the smallest room, but you know, like yeah. the, not the, not the headliner room, whatever mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, want to call mm-hmm. it. So I started there and I think this was before Instagram like really, really blew up. Yeah. Instagram was just a thing. Like I even remember opening Instagram on my iPhone and I'm just like, what is this app? I don't yeah. understand it at just all. Just like weird Close. foggy filters. Yeah. yeah. Like I was just like, this is not it. It was Snapchat at the time. Yes. But point is, is people were not posting videos on Instagram. It was all about pictures. I mean, you couldn't originally. Right, exactly. So one of my best friends, she was really, really close to me. Um, We went to high school together. She was like, why don't you, you you dance all the time. That's like literally who you are. Mm. Why are you not representing yourself to the fullest on Instagram? Because that was like, like, that's the thing. And I'm like, actually, I never really even thought about it. Let's go friend. Yeah, let's go friend. (laughs) So I posted, you know, some some video that was not even centered right. You couldn't even (laughs) really see me, but it blew up up on my Instagram yeah it blew up on my page and they were like whoa like we didn't even know you could do this you know just like some of my random followers or whatever so that was that that's when I was like oh okay start showcasing yourself like to to the T like represent yourself like whoever you are like Mm. that's what that's what you need to put out not not things that you feel like you need to put on there Mm. you know what I'm saying yes so um that's that let's let's fast forward like a couple couple years okay. and i started teaching my own class before it was called queens and lettos mm-hmm. and um i think posting dance was like it was it was still a, it was a it was a thing but maybe not what it is today yeah you know um and the thing that really like took off was 
my videos getting reposted. Mm. I think that's a thing that I really don't, um, that I really don't uh, give enough credit to yeah. is the reposting of my videos Who by these celebrities. Uh, like, didn't Nicki Minaj do that originally? Yes, yes. So I'll always remember the first ever repost that I got was from Jason Derulo. Whoa. Shout out to you, Jason. Let's go. Jason Derulo, um, it was literally, I was practicing, I was practicing my choreography for class in a studio and I was just like, hey guys, this is, and the post wasn't even like, hey Jason look at me yeah. it was like hey guys this is what I'll be teaching so wow. like get a little sneak peek of the yeah. choreography and that is what Jason po- reposted and I was like wow a celebrity reposting my work is just like I never thought that it could be done Dang. yeah and then after that was Chris Brown privacy challenge mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. after that was Nicki Minaj itty bitty piggy wow. and those three literally are the foundation of who I am today and why I am here that's it's because of the repo. So, cool. so thank you, all three of you. Absolutely. But yeah. you know, th- that's the crazy thing because you were not reposted once just on a whim. This is three times. There's yeah. something to the videos that mm. people are noticing. Mm. And I think what's interesting too is you were saying that this is a your, your initial one with Jason Derulo was it was it was just a prep. It was a teaser. And I think that in this age, currently, because how long ago was that? Oh my God, uh, 2016? Wow, okay, 2016-ish. I think during that time, and a little bit earlier, I think the well-produced videos were actually, they're very, they're popping off, they're doing really well, and I think we're moving into a different age now, where the less produced it is, it just feels grittier. And the fact that you just had a teaser thing out, that's no I, honestly i think that's what it is because i feel like that's what tiktok is now exactly everybody loves tiktoks and people are blowing up on tiktok because people are just being real Feels real people yeah. are just being real and relatable and representing themselves yeah. and just like being who they want to be and it's not some fancy like instagram video yeah. that you can't relate to that you're like damn i can never do that the overproduction gets the a little crazy production right? i don't know but i guess you just have to have balance there's a yeah. time and place for everything so True. It was an accident. I, that was so my crazy. calling. That was my purpose. Thank you, universe. <laughs> but it was an accident. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow. There, you were in a place also where like opportunity struck. And I do think it's interesting because you know how a lot of people, they move to LA mm-hmm. and they're, they're looking for that thing that will blow them up. Maybe they came here for a very specific reason, or maybe they're coming here to hope that something pops up. But I do think there's this interesting nature with um with opportunity because there are ways a lot of how do i say this a lot of people get lucky we do get lucky right mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're lucky mm-hmm. our thing was in the right place in front of the right person at the right time. time but there's also the idea of did you make yourself available for opportunity to strike did you put yourself in a place for opportunity to strike mm-hmm. and i think that's an interesting space there mm-hmm. you did grow up in like la in the valley area yeah. right yeah mm-hmm were there opportunities surrounding you that you could just see just like at your grasp? Uh, I mean, I, I guess, I guess there was, but I was just so focused on when my next class was going to be and like what the choreo, I was just so laser focused that I wasn't even, I didn't even know that I would, um, that I would make a living dancing what did you want to do originally i uh what did i want i wanted to go to school 
I wanted to go to school. Okay. There was two things that I wanted to do. I thought that, you know, and everybody's that everybody that's watching, I hope you guys realize that there's so many different lanes that you could take while dancing. You yes, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So when I was in high school around like 2000, 2011, 2012 was when I graduated. Um, I thought that you needed to like go to school for dance, mm. go to Juilliard yeah, in yeah. New York or go to uh, NYU or just go to like move from LA and go to New York. Like I didn't even think about, hey, the music videos that you watch, mm. the movies that you watch, the uh, award shows that you watch, Soul Train, like TV shows, literally everything is here. Yeah. You can learn by actually doing it. Absolutely. By actually being booked. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And getting paid for it. Um, so I thought that the answer was going to school, training, going to college, getting a degree. You know, parents were obviously like a big fan of the idea of me going to college and graduating mm-hmm. with a degree. So I thought that that was it. So I thought that's what I wanted to do. Now, if dance didn't, um, if that didn't take me anywhere, which my mind never went there because I knew that I was talent, yeah. talented, um, I wanted to, I, I really liked radio broadcasting oh i went to oh my god i went to i went to i ended up going to a community college i was like okay new york is not it yeah i'm gonna stay here and i want to study journalism and radio broadcasting oh didn't know that yeah so that's (laughs) funny that i'm actually like i love it i love talking i love being a radio like personality Mm. i don't know if my voice is the right one because i feel like i'm so annoyed by my voice (laughs) but like i love this yeah you know what i mean so so interesting something something in the entertainment field but wow like it's so crazy that i go back my mind never even went to like actually doing it doing it doing it Hmm. to the and the capacity that i'm doing it you know do you think you would now that you're in this stage Mm -hmm. that you would go back even deeper into that radio broadcasting type work i mean you have done a podcast and such but is there more work that you see you would like to absolutely pursue? absolutely yeah yeah i so would like i love writing i love writing mm. and 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 journaling and looking at somebody's story or looking at something in the world and and, and writing from my perspective of what i felt and what i experienced and you know kind of just diving into that yeah but honestly clay there is no plan i I'm in the right space that I'm supposed to be. I have lived out. I am living and did live out dreams that I never even dreamed of. Yeah. They weren't even on my radar. So I'm so happy this accident was an accident because if <laughs> I, because, and I tell my students this all the time, like once when you try to control something and you try to make it exactly what you think it's supposed to be, yeah. it never goes the way that it's supposed to. True. So sometimes you kind of just have to surrender and you mm. kind of just have to let it happen and focus on the love for it. Yeah. Absolutely. And let it happen on its own, you know? So I'm, I'm, I, I am where I'm supposed to be and I wouldn't move anywhere else. I love that. Can't I, think of anything else. I know that, um, I know that Eckhart, Eckhart Tall. Yep. I read is, his book, is, Power is of Now. important to you, right? The mm-hmm. significance of, and the power of presence, the awakened state of consciousness, which transcends ego and, uh, was a discursive thinking, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. I know that's an important thing for you. So like being yes. present loving what you have already yeah and when opportunity or you know when the when the world the universe gives you something being excited enjoying that it allows you to 
to live so fully mm-hmm. now because I think a lot of people are always on to the next thing they need to and then they never yes. got to enjoy those wonderful things. Absolutely. You know? You're always focused on the future. You're always fo- you're either focused on the future or the past, what you wanted to change about it, what you need to get ready for so mm. that you, you know what I mean, um, for the future. And it's just like, what about right now? Because right now is going to determine what's going to happen next, yeah. you know? And then it takes out, it takes, the, it takes away the pressure. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I get so stressed on what's the next choreography video going to be. Yeah. Where's the next, where's the next freaking country I'm going to fly to, or where's the next, where's the next coin going to come from? Like <laughs> all of that is just, ugh. yeah, I just can't. Yeah. I'm a right now person. I'm a present person. Like you said, absolutely. Were you in that state of mind during those like, 2012 2013 years absolutely that's not. like right out of high school right? that's like right after high school and absolutely not i was i was heart set on what my future was going to be um yes i was heart set on my future but honestly i think i did have an element of what is right now what can i control right now what can i do right now mm. what i could what what can i put into action right now where can i go right yeah. now yeah so i did have that element i just I was doing it, but I didn't know that I was doing it, if that huh. makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sort of self-awareness is hard to, to it's, it's hard to be self-aware of the things that we are super proficient and, and gunning towards mm-hmm. in a stage when we're sort of like having to upkeep our life, especially right out of college years, yeah. uh, high school years. Yeah. Because you're like, what am I supposed to do? I know I have to work. I know I have to make money. Right. But we also still have who we are and who we're meant to be in us, right? Right. What, you were working at what, like Octopus, right? <laughs> oh, my, where did you dig up? <laughs> where, oh my God. Every I always tell people California Pizza Kitchen, but yes, Octopus, I was working there first yeah. in Burbank and then I went to California Pizza what, Kitchen. Were you dancing during that time? Um, yeah. Yes, I was taking, I was training. Um, that's when I was assisting. Oh, at Millennium. Yeah, at Millennium. Wow. And that's when I was like, damn, what is going to be my first, what's going to be my big break? <laughs> but first of all, let me go ahead and give this per- table one their check and let me freaking <laughs> run out some food. Let me run out some California rolls and shrimp tempuras. Yeah. But yeah, and I killed it. Man. I killed octopus. What I the heck? love that. No, no, yeah. it's it's so, I, my dad used to be a waiter too. Okay. And he, he always told me, he's like, I was a good waiter. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was attentive to people and he, he puts his full into it. And I can, that's the coolest thing is that people who, who are very present in themselves, mm-hmm. no matter what they're doing, find a way to love what they're doing and to, to honor people through it, you know? And that is why, and honestly, I think my experience in the food industry, um, it, it literally was essential to the teacher that I am today. Wow. Because I realized, I'm like, wow, so many people can be going to different restaurants. There's so many sushi restaurants, Japanese restaurants, mm-hmm. restaurants, period. So why do they, why should they come to your restaurant? Yeah. And it's, and, and it's like, there's so many servers, there's so many tables. Why should they choose, hey, I want to sit in Aaliyah's section? It's because Aaliyah, offer something that no one else can and Aaliyah works at this octopus at this restaurant so I choose to go to you know I choose to go to wherever she is same idea with class there's so many talented choreographers Mm. there's so many talented classes studios why do I choose to go to Queens and Lettos with Aaliyah Janelle because Queens and Lettos and Aaliyah Janelle offer something that no other class and no choreographer choreographer doesn't and it's 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 the experience it's not even the choreography Mm -hmm. 
I don't know if it's uh, maybe it's the studio, but it's not even like any it's not on the surface stuff. It's how I feel after I leave class, how empowered I feel, how I feel about doing it again. Like, Mm -hmm. how do I want to upkeep this? Mm. And Aaliyah makes me want to do that. So, bam. And when someone says that, that's how I know that I did my job. Not even like, oh, did I create the most viral choreography or did or did a celebrity repost this one? It's like, no. Are my students happy? Are they inspired? Are they empowered? Yes, boom, I did my job. I love the way that you sort of build momentum for yourself yeah. through those experiences because yeah. because we will never be the best choreographer. I mean, hey, how wonderful it is Absolutely. that fans and followers are like, this is the number one. This is the best. Absolutely. One. But in ourselves, we're like, of course it's not. Right. I've seen better stuff all the yeah. time. And there will be better stuff. Yes. But nothing can replace the nuance of mm. that personal experience in class and knowing you you left so much of your mark on people. And like whether that was, yes, it's great knowledge, or it was, I had so much fun. And you curated and led that fun yeah dance is meant to be whatever you want it to be absolutely so if you leave a space for that the way that you're doing for your class like that's joy exactly exactly and i plan to and i literally plan to take that same idea and put it into you know different different lanes Mm -hmm. that i want to tackle but yeah that's uh looking back i'm like wow i didn't realize that everything was going to come together and everything was going to connect but it sure did and i needed every single experience i needed so anybody that's listening to this i'm telling you it may not seem seem like it right now but you need this time in your life to get you ready and to get you prepped for Mm -hmm the big or yeah. whatever is supposed to happen, you know? Yeah, I think about the the idea of equipping yourself to actually be a very special time. Mm. Getting ready, equipping yourself for when opportunity strikes. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we might be thrown something right in our face and we might take it or we might not take it whether we're ready or not. Mm-mm-mm. And that's a very scary experience. Sometimes that we're is. overprepared, sometimes we're underprepared. But, yeah. you know, in, in our podcast with Ade Willis, mm-hmm. he talked about how he got asked to do these dance camps, you know, all the way across seas. And he had major imposter syndrome. Really? Yeah, even though he'd done so much with his community and everything, mm. he's just like teaching my class. He was like early movement lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. He's like teaching my class at, at ML. It's very different from teaching thousands of people, hundreds of people at that a camp. That crazy. Yeah. Pra- oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he felt super underprepared, but he had to take the opportunity and it led to his life where it is now. And so mm-hmm. for you, you know, I, I do appreciate that sort of. You've you've equipped yourself with a personality, mm-hmm. um, you know, part of that from just from who you've always been mm-hmm. and part of that through, oh, this is so exciting. I want to be excited about this, too. Yes. And you're just priming yourself to receive more. Yes. Yeah. So no, cool. that's what you need. That excitement, that feeling, that 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 childlike feeling yeah. of like w- really wanting to do something and like not being able to go to sleep because you're so excited like mm. why why get up in the morning just for the just for the paycheck or just because you feel like you have to like oh that just makes it feel like work yeah what you love shouldn't shouldn't ever feel like work yeah absolutely so i wanted to move to a, a new segment that we're, okay. tr- we're trying for this okay where we're actually having some of our listeners and steezy members uh send in voicemail um voice messages oh. to ask questions okay um, and so this one's actually from one of our co-workers dominique and she was asking about uh when you get stuck in a rut because we're talking about how you you know you build momentum for yourself and such yeah. and you love it but what do you do when you get stuck in a rut so let me play this little file for you oh and then you can hear what she says how 
Um, hey Clay, my question for Aaliyah Janelle is like when you're stuck in a rut, what are some of the things you do to like get into the flow of choreography? Are there any artists that you go to? Any like mood setting, like vibe creation type things that you do? Or clothing that helps? Like what's, where do you seek inspiration when you're feeling kind of stuck? Wow. Oh. That's freaking awesome. I love this. Um, okay. I, yeah, sometimes I do not feel like the queen that everybody sees me to be. <laughs> I am not. Yes, I'm not. Sometimes I'm not as confident as a lot of people think that I am mm. at some moments. So, yes, when I'm stuck, like she says, um, well, first you have to, uh, you have to not affirm that, but you have to um, listen. Mm. You have to listen and you have to kind of admit to yourself that you're not feeling up to par. You're not feeling yes. like how you're supposed to feel. Be vulnerable. Yes. Be vulnerable with yourself. Like, oh, I don't, I just don't feel it today. So mm. first, I think that's number one. Number one, I always have to admit that to myself. So I don't feel like I'm crazy. So I don't feel like it's not coming. It's not, um, here for no reason mm. like there's something that i my myself my emotions my energy is trying to tell me that i need to take a break wow. or that i'm in a wrong scenario like i'm in the wrong space mm -hmm. whatever whatever it is that i'm doing i need to slow down mm. and reset okay you know what i'm saying yeah. so what i do is i i love going on hikes Ooh. i know it's when i say that it feels like a little cliche because everybody's like go into nature but honestly no, it helps that works. it helps so much to like go into go on a hike and realize how small you are um, compared to like the big worlds that you're in and it's just it's it's i don't know it's 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 very comforting to me to um to reset in that way and to uh to just get away from the media and electronics and work period you yeah. know um i watch my favorite movies which are steel magnolias i don't Ooh. know if people know that but steel magnolias sex in the city and selena the three s's those wow. are my three all-time favorite favorite movies and my husband better get that the next time he someone gets because uh. <laughs> i prepped him i was like it's the three s's steel magnolias sex in the city sex selena. in the city and selena exactly i watched those movies because those movies well they're not all dance movies but like one is about friendship the other the friendship and luxury mm. sex in the city and just being with your girls steel magnolias about family um and uh selena is just that mm, that movie hits home for me. I mm. love that movie so much. Like just the performance, the story, the the, the music. Like that's just that's my essence. You mm. know, I think those three movies really encompass who I am as well. So watch my favorite movies. Um, and is there anybody that I listen to? God, I put on some nice two thousands two thousands R and B. Mm. Yeah, or maybe even nineties R and B. Um, God. Uh, Tamia, do you, mm -hmm. do you yeah, remember yeah. Tamia? <laughs> I love, 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 love Tamia. Her voice. Um, I get a little some Erica Badu. Okay. Um, some not really '90s or 2000s, but Earth, Wind, and Fire. Absolutely. My my husband got me into them. Um, and I mean, I have to. I, duh, mm. Queen B. Queen, Queen B, B, always, the new album's always wild. the new album. It's vibing. What? Yeah. I can't even. I don't even know what song I should teach you. I'm gonna let you pick it for me. 
just think about it. All right. Just think about it. All right. You can let me know. (laughs) No, it's great. I, I, I love the, the aspect of a lot of the things that you listen to and you put yourself into they remind you of who you are and mm-hmm. also what you're not. Yep. And I think there's a lot of centering energy and understanding about that that really helps us not hone into the fact that we are not able to choreograph. We are not able to do this. We are in a rut. But it just reminds us of exactly where we are and who we are in this space. Yeah. And I think that reset is so, so big and so important to not just getting out of a rut, but also appreciating where you are during the rut. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I always say like every setback, what is that? What is that saying? Every setback is made for a major comeback. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes like when I, when I stop, I do realize, like you said, I do realize like where I am, what I have done mm-hmm. to give myself some freaking credit. Yeah. I, we do so as creators, we do so much and we think so, we think about so much all the time. It's so nice to just, be normal for a second. Yeah. Normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go go on a walk with my dogs. Go to the park. Some yoga. Yes. Some just go to the grocery store. Go to a movie. Like, I don't know. Just just go away for a second. Yeah. That's also that's also what I do when I um get stuck in, you know, the middle of choreography. Sometimes you just you are so focused on it and it's like you kind of just have to take a break. Mm. And when I'm not doing it, that's when it comes. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, totally. Man, the amount of don't force it car car rise. I'm like, <laughs> and I just want to try something right yeah. now. <laughs> you know, I just can't. But Let me pull over real yeah, quick. Yeah, real cool. Man, the times times I'm just shaking ass in the car. Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Yes, admit it to yourself, you guys. When you're in a rut or when you are just not feeling it, you just have to admit it and take it from there. Take it slow. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's that's so good. Mm-hmm. I got one more for you. Okay. This is from Anne Nguyen. Okay. Hi, Aaliyah. I've been watching your dance videos on YouTube for so many years now, and you never cease to deliver. I'm so in love with your style of heels choreography because it's just super distinct, and you have so much swag, groove, grit, and unapologetic confidence in your heels pieces. So I would love to know how you came to develop this personal style in the first place and how that has perhaps influenced your professional career. Great wow. Great question, Okay, first Anne. of all, where are you from? Where's she from? I think Anne's from Australia. Australia, because at first I was like, ooh, she's from the UK, because <laughs> I'm working on my, you know, I'm working mm. on my British accent. You know, oh, like. my wife my wife grew up there. Really? In, in Oxford. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, she's going to need to give me some accent lessons. Yes, yes. Um, all right. Uh, her, what's her name? Personal Anne? style. Anne, yes. Anne. Um, so I'm very hip-hop based. I've always been, I've always been in love with like, with hip hop period, yeah. you know, like I definitely was not the dancer to be taking jazz classes or ballet mm. or tap or any of those things. I do appreciate those genres very, very much. And they are, yes, the foundation of dance, but just nothing ever quite hit me like hip hop. Yeah. The music as the, the music and, um, and just the style of dance. So, uh, I developed my, or not developed, sorry. I discovered my first heels class, um, after I graduated high school and mm. I, I just fell in love with heels i Mm. fell in love with how um 
how they urge you to be so sexy, you know, and how they and how they um, how teachers really, really just let you just remind you that it's okay to be sexy because I just felt like sexy being sexy is just like so taboo nowadays. Like, Mm. don't show too much or don't do that because you're going to look like this or, Mm -hmm. oh, she's being this. Well, she must be a whatever, you know, like just just regular stereotypes of sexy of being sexy Mm -hmm. you know and i just i i loved that i think i'm a naturally just sexual person Mm. in the cleanest way obviously like i'm just i like being sexy yeah i like being sexy and that's just on that but i realized how much i loved it while being the hip-hop person that i am and i loved keeping my heels on but being swaggy Mm. at that same instance and kind of literally like kicking that stereotype in the ass I don't know if I'm allowed to say that just kicking it in the just kicking it (laughs) kicking it in the ass and just being like this is a um I'm redefining what heels dancing is. I'm redefining mm. what sex in a heel is because ah. I'm not trying to be. I just naturally am that, yeah. but I'm going to F it up the way that somebody would F up a routine in sneakers in my heels. Love that. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. Sexy, sexy and street all at the same time. You mm. know, I love, love, loved that. And I, um, it just, it just, it just yeah, uh, I mean, it no, just is me. It, it, it resonates because it's the music that you relax to, that you wind down with, you reset with. Mm-hmm. You like nineties, you like two thousands. Yeah. You like that vibe because it that gives that TLC Aaliyah. It gives like, you, you grittiness, know? but it right. does have that like feminine sexy element to right. it. Right. But you know, the thing about heels that's really interesting too is like heels are heels. Mm-hmm. They're shoes. Mm-hmm. They're only as sexy as the person who wears them and the person that struts with confidence, right? And so for you, like developing your own style, a lot of times a lot of people think of it as a very like meticulous, like, ooh, this is what I want to remove. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Our style is who we are mm-hmm. on display. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a really hard thing to land on yeah. because we're looking to a lot of other people. And I'm sure yes. you had influence, right? You were um, assisting that one teacher as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that was a lot of influence. But you also came with all of who you are, yeah. Filipino, black, black sexy, exa- yeah. from the valley. That all yeah. makes you who you are, Yeah, right? I'm just the hybrid. I like to be a hybrid of of so many different things. And I just think the more inspiration you get and the more that you can put into this this soup, into this gumbo, into this whatever you want to call Love it. gumbo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the better, into this pho, into Ooh. this, into this sinigang. Sinigang. Sisig. Let's go. <laughs> just into the stew, into yeah. this melting pot of all of what you are the better Absolutely. you know what i'm saying so i that's just that's how i really connect with heels i can obviously do the slow and sexy and everything that people think heels is yeah. but then also there's just another lane yes there's another lane and i think a lot of choreographers today are getting that so there's so many he, so many different heels classes and heel styles yeah. that are out there that i just i'm so proud of yes yeah be, so so the answer is be be who you are beyond beyond display uh-huh. own your own sexiness yeah. right that's what that's what that's what happened with you yes yeah whatever whatever makes you excited whatever makes you whatever comes the easiest to you mm. anything that comes to you and you just automatically feel resistant towards or it feels like a force that that is your emotional guidance system that I learned from the power of now book. That's your emotional guidance system telling you that that's not the right route. Mm. The, 
when your emotions are high and smiley and inspiring and laughing and you're just like freaking going yeah. and when it's when it feels easy when it feels like fun that is where you're supposed to be and mm-hmm. i only find that when i hear music like the 90s or 2000s yeah. or beyonce or you know hip hop music r&b music that's yeah. that's how dance comes the easiest to me yeah there's mm-hmm. something that's really it's, it's, it's one of the empowering things about you that I really enjoy from this conversation. Uh-huh. I love hearing you confidently say what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are afraid of that. A mm. lot of people are fearful of coming across cocky. And I think there's a lot of hindrance to that too. Mm. Because the people that you want to surround yourself with want to hear you talk yourself, talk about what you are good at. Because mm-hmm. if you're faking it, mm-hmm. you're being cocky. Right. Mm, mm. In my opinion, in my mm-hmm. opinion, I, I do think there's always ways to overdo it. But I appreciate you saying like, because I'm a naturally sexual, sexy person. That's mm-hmm. honesty right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that allows you, the more you say it out, mm-hmm. it allows other people to be like, yeah, that's exactly who Leah is. <laughs> and I can appreciate that. Right. <laughs> and then you don't have to hide yourself around anyone. Yeah. You get, why? You become more and more yourself in speaking out absolutely i I really appreciate it yes 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 know know who you are and if you're still trying to find it well that's another that's another story and that is okay but once when you are once when you are set be proud of it yes and own it like you said yes and say it out loud and anybody who has a problem with it or anybody thinks differently i mean that's none of your concern anyway none of their concern honestly so yes i know i know exactly who i am heck yes mm-hmm Thank you so much, Dom and Anne, for leaving those questions. Yes, Dom and Anne, thank you. If anyone else wants to leave questions for future guests, general dance questions, you can just ask them on the Anchor website or the Anchor app. So go ahead, use Anchor, leave a voice message for us, and maybe we'll include in our next podcast with our next guest as well. Yes, I'm going to leave a question. Yeah, those are fun. (laughs) Those are fun, though. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on a little bit. Okay. Something about me is that I have pretty poor retention, mm-hmm. dance retention skills. I'm curious, when you had to remember 40 lines for Hamlet, <laughs> how does that compare to choreography retention? Oh, wait, where did you get that? It's okay, Leah, don't worry about it. Wait, because I'm just like, wait, that sounds so familiar, but I don't know if he's joking with me right now. Like, I, where did you get that? It sounds so familiar. Did I have to memorize 40 lines from Hamlet? You did. I did. <gasps> did I, for a, something for a class or something like that? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Ask that question again. Because yeah. I'm just like. You had to do that. And, and memorizing lines. Uh, I'm curious how that compares to memorizing choreography. Oh my God. Well, I'm pretty sure it's using that, that, you know, that same part of your brain. Um, but God retaining choreography. Listen, there's so many different ways. (laughs) There's so many different learning, um, uh, processes. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, for me, I, I like learning and I like memorizing with song and I like memorizing. So with song meaning like anytime that I'm teaching, that's when the different dance sounds come about mm. and the deep, 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 you're, you're a dance deep, sound deep, person. Yes. I'm, okay. a def- I'm a definitely a dance sound okay. person. Deep, 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 so now I, I permanently use a dance sound. Ziggy womb. Yeah. In my everyday life. Ziggy womb. Ziggy womb. 
You heard it here first. Put on so a shirt. Anytime, so anytime anybody's like, hey, put that water bottle on the table. I'm like, Ziggy? Oh. <laughs> and then once when I place it there, Ziggy Womb. It's done, you know? Oh my Ziggy, gosh. like meaning here, Ziggy womb, Obviously. voila, it's done. Obviously. So, yes, I I definitely am a sound person. So, I bet I, I, God, I really don't know where you got this Hamlet situation, but I'm, okay, so you are confirming that I did do it. I'm so sure that I memorized 40 lines of Hamlet because I made it a song. Oh, <laughs> make it a song. That's good. Oh, God, I turned it into a song. I'm so sure I did that because, like, who wants to memorize lines from Hamlet? No. So make it a hip hop song. I did the same thing for biology <laughs> class. I was like, the cytoplasm is a jelly like substance uh, that fills uh, the cell. Uh, uh, it is uh, around uh, every uh, organelle, uh, you know? Exactly. You know? And then that's what makes it fun. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's what, that's what I do. That's how, that's how, um, I can, you know, mold the two. Yeah, that makes sense. A yeah. lot of people have really interesting methods. I've heard of chunking. Is one of the methods that people use. What's that? So uh, you know how like on a credit card or on our phone number, we have three number, three number, four numbers. Okay. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Do you memorize it as one, two, seven, eight, blah, 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 blah? Or do you remember three, three number? Three, three, four. Yeah. Chunking. Yes. So you chunk them together in order to remember better. Okay. And so people do that in choreography. Rather than thinking of one single move, one single move, one single move, they think doom, 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 doom. They think of that whole sequence ah. as one. A lot of times it's not like thought about in that way but we naturally do that because mm -hmm. that is proven to be the best way that people memorize and such but mm. it is interesting because during you know when when you were taking classes um what happens when you run into a choreography that uses foundations that you don't know say for instance your j-lo audition <gasps> what happened there girl oh well, i mean sorry Clay. Hey, call me whatever you want me to call me. Clay. That was the hardest. Oh, my God. That was the hardest. What did you audition. have to do? Jesus. She brought in, oh, my God, and I'm blanking on his name, like the, the, like, the most popular um, Latin choreographer. Okay. He, like, choreographs for all of the Latin Grammys and just wow. all of the Latin artists, I'm sure. Oh, I'm blanking on his name. I'm so sorry. Um, but basically, she brought, J-Lo brought him in, and we had to, we had to get our Latin on. We have you done to, that? We have to get our salsa on and just, no, Ooh. never, never. I was like, where's the hip hop? <laughs> <laughs> where's the hip hop? Where's the, where's the boom cat? Yeah. Come on, Lorianne, where you at? You know what I mean? Like it, um, I had to fake it till I made it. Did you make it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fake it till I was cut. Wow. I had to fake it till I was cut. And hey, like you are going to come across that. Like it's, it's crazy. Like life is a balance. You know who you are. I know what I like. I know what I want to do. But yes, you're going to get yourself into, you know, different scenarios and different spaces where you might come across something that you don't know. And yeah. you're just going to have to own it <laughs> own it own that you don't know it yeah. and figure it out wow yeah so obviously that job wasn't for me but but i was meant to choreograph for her and be on the other side so that's why i did not book that job because no. i was meant to be a, i was meant for something great huh wow what was the the time space between that audition oh to god it was years it was um maybe three years three wow. four years same thing happened with nikki i got cut from nikki wow um it was a it was a direct book audition and people who if people who don't know that it's like 
it's not a cattle call, right? Yeah. Like it's not 200 people. It's like 10, you know, it's a wow. private, it's a private call. I was one of the 10 and I killed that audition. I remember I was like, wow, my first big artist, my first tour is going to be with Nicki Minaj pink print tour specifically remember. And I got cut because <laughs> I didn't have the experience, but three, four years later, I'm choreographing for her for everything yeah. well not for everything but you know music yeah. videos oh many gosh. award shows the ellen show everything so that's too cool always meant for something greater absolutely yes wow <laughs> man wow <laughs> my journey my story what is so journey. cool yeah i love talking about it what, what, what a you, reminder what are you enjoying right now about being a dancer just the, all of the creative things that dancers can do. Hmm. I always say that dancers are probably the most talented artists that we are, we are the most talented artists, period. Whoa. <laughs> Big statement. I love that. No, we are because listen, I know dancers that can also DJ, can also make music, that can also produce. Mm -hmm. I know dancers that can sing. I know dancers that can, um, that can just can draw can yeah. like literally make art yeah. like we can do everything and it's so crazy that our foundation is through is dance yeah. though like that's where we really like build up our confidence that's what we enjoy and then it's like oh i could do this i could do that i could do this i could do that you know yeah. and and sometimes it's like wow we make the best artists because we know how to perform. We yeah. know how to create something from scratch. Yeah. We know how to, we know how to like bring it to life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we just, dancers are freaking awesome. Dancers are superhuman. It's incredible. We are superhuman. Yeah. So that, that is what I'm enjoying right now as a dancer. I'm really like not even calling myself or not really, um, I want to, I want to start thinking of myself as an artist, yeah. as an artist, period, who can dance, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Who can also choreograph, but now I'm exploring the music lane. So yes. now I'm in the recording studio wow. making my own music. Yes. Cause now like I want everything to be mine. I want my music to be mine. I want like my studio to be mine. I want like, you know, I want to, um, take advantage of, all of the talents that we have, all yeah. of the talents that I have, all of the things that I can do, you know, like it's enough of saying I can do that, but I'm doing this instead and yeah. I'm staying in this world. It's like, no, if you can do even just an ounce of it, try it yeah. and see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah. What about when you first started dancing mm -hmm. compared to now? What is something you enjoyed much more before, but not as much now? <gasps> Oh, uh, what did I enjoy? Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> did you really? You enjoyed rehearsal? I loved rehearsal because because I was balancing school. I was balancing working at Octopus. I was balancing like so many other things. And like when I got to rehearsal, I'm like, yes, I can finally dance. Oh. I can finally dance. I can finally practice it over and over and over and over and over again. And now I'm like, girl, let's just hit it and go. <laughs> Let's just hit and go. Let's yeah. just do a little one take and then go. Like, wow. I, I, um, like during shoots or during classes or anything, like it's, I'm getting older. My body is getting older. Sure, sure. <laughs> and sometimes the, re the, the repeating of the same thing over and over again, it kind of gets a little old. And now I appreciate the, that one. Mm. And whatever happens during that one, that's what it's supposed to be. 
So anytime now, if I mess up during a video, I keep that mess up on my YouTube. Yeah. I keep it. And then I also post it on Instagram and I embrace that mess up. I embrace it. Yeah. When usually I would have stop the cameras, stop everything, start the music over, yeah. you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, have that moment. But now I'm like, nah, F it. Because if I was really in life, in life, number one, or on stage, you're not going to be able to start over. <laughs> no, you're you going cannot. to have to keep it going and redeem yourself in some, in some other fashion or, you know, yeah. in some other moment. But that's just what it is. So that's the first thing I could think of. I'm gonna have to sit on that one okay, though. That's fine. That's yeah. Fine. Well, then I'm curious about what are some of the sort of life-changing events that were dance adjacent that happened in your life? Because, I mean, I know that you met your husband, what, on a Samsung commercial, right? Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't have happened if it weren't for dance, right? You're right. What are some other dance adjacent events that happened through your dance journey? Ooh, shoot. I'm hitting you hard with these. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't these come at the beginning? <laughs> uh, no, no, this is actually good because I, I still I would have been stumped. Um, these are really great questions. So Thank my you. husband obviously is number one. Number two is my relationship. Yes, my relationship with the universe, my mm. relationship with this energetic, you know, higher my higher like higher form, whatever you want to call it. I remember I booked my first tour. Um, my first, I've always wanted to go on tour. I've always wanted to travel the world. And I, uh, I remember I booked this. I booked this um, this tour with K Michelle, R and B artist K Michelle. Okay, I don't. I'm not sure about this. Person. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. She's kind of like a little, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I remember booking that tour just off of. Off of it, fe- it feels like I just got booked off of thin air. Huh. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, "Wow, these things are just coming so easy. Dance is coming so easy. Dance, making it as a dancer isn't as hard as people claim mm. it to be. Mm. You know? And, yeah. and why is it coming so easy to me? And I'm just like, well, maybe, maybe it's the fact that I'm not trying so hard and not forcing anything and really, really like um, living in this space of always having fun, you know, always um, being in spaces that, what is, uh, no resistance, basically. Mm. No resistance and just letting it come, letting things come, you know, And, and, and not having that fight or not, yes, having fight, but not having to fight for what it is that you want. So when I, yeah. so basically, before I freaking make a fool out of myself, because this is a freaking hard question, and I'm trying to work my way through it <laughs> in my brain. And no, it's I not love coming, this process. And it's, and it's literally not coming out. It's okay. It's when good. I booked my, when I booked that tour, it may not have been the biggest tour ever. It may not yeah. have been, you know, a Beyonce tour, J Lo tour, whatever. It was my, it was an opportunity for me to really enjoy me me as a dancer I was at that point in time because there was often times where I'm like why me like I don't deserve it I don't have Mm -hmm. enough experience like I I um you know haven't been doing this as long as some other people but hey the universe picked me and it just came and it fell into my lap like why did it come so easily (laughs) I I don't know I don't know if I even deserve it that's interesting so when I so once when I so once when I was on that tour I was just like look whatever whatever comes 
it's for a reason and yeah. whatever comes it's for me you know and that's yeah. kind of like where i first started my um my spiritual journey and i actually read the power of nor the power of now eckhart's um book during that tour yeah oh okay while okay. we were on the tour bus oh. um because there's only so many things that you could do on a tour bus it's true, you it's know true. so i started reading that book and that literally that changed my whole perspective on your thoughts, what you consume, what you what you eat, the people that you have around you, the things that you say yes to, the things that you say no to, like just just my whole lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I definitely owe that to that dance experience. I really wow. do. I, you know, it, I think it's funny because I could see why you might feel a little stuck answering that question. I think in a way that I'm, I'm quite similar to you, where a lot of what I have here, I'm like... It wasn't that hard. And it's kind of a weird thing to say because people are going to be like, what do you mean? You yeah. have all this. You put in work, you do that. But I think what it is, is that that resistance you're talking about, that sort of friction that we experience, was all friction we experienced while having fun. And when you dance and you're with people you enjoy dancing with, mm-hmm. you're actually training, but you're not thinking of it as training all the time. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, that was sick, right? And they're like, yeah, that was fire. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I love that sort of interaction. And it takes away that the spiky ends of the friction. It, it makes it, yeah, it, we, we are growing. Yeah. We just happen to be growing while loving everything we're doing in that moment. Yeah. And I think it makes the journey, you look back like, that's kind of fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't, of course I did work hard. Yeah. I did work hard, but I don't think throughout the process yeah. when I was training my freestyle in garages, I wasn't like, yeah, man, I was putting in the hours. And granted, other people, they really do. And they're better dancers than me. There mm-hmm. are absolutely so mm-hmm. many better dancers than me. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm so happy with where I'm at. And mm-hmm. I love the place, the places that I was before. I yeah. love that. And, and exactly. I think that's why it doesn't feel like, oh, I like had so much. I had to push so hard for that's this. no that's exactly thank you for saying that that's exactly what it is because sometimes i'm like wow like you know eventually i'm gonna want to do a documentary mm. like i want to you know and i watch other people's documentary and there's always that like one point in time that was a struggle mm, mm. and like it literally like i was thinking <laughs> about quitting everything yeah. and just like everything was just falling apart yeah. but i always remain i always where's your sob story (laughs) yeah no no seriously and i'm like i don't have one i don't have one i have moments absolutely just i have moments like just how i answer that question where i'm just like damn like what is happening but i do not have a sob story i will always remain in the space of you know i'm always learning there's no losses Mm. you know only gains you know what i'm saying and turning and making the best of everything because everything is meant for something and there's always always a reason behind all that comes to you, you know, and I will always remain in the vibration of like high, mm. high vibrations only because I, ca- I can't vibrate any lower mm. at all. Love so that. it's always it's always going to be the high life. I love that. <laughs> well, then, Leah, what's what's uh, what's in store for the coming months? You said you're going to be traveling a lot. I'm going to be traveling. Um a lot of my following and a lot of my fans come from different countries, which Mm. I'm so grateful to say, like I, I didn't even know that I had that much reach. So I'll be visiting, I'll be visiting. Um, where am I going this month? This month at the end of this month, I'll be going to Turkey next month. I'll be going to the next month. I'll be going to Brazil. And Mm. then the next month I'll be going to Greece. And then hopefully the top of next year, I'll do my Asian tour. 
Well, and this is for teaching. In this particular? is for teaching. Is it just you? Or you have a few friends. You're going um, with? it Teachers? is just me at the moment, okay, okay. but I do like that is actually one of my goals. I do wish to expand the Queens and Lettos brand and have other teachers. Ooh. Yeah, within the brand, I would love love that. That'd be fire. Yeah, That's but for so now, cool. for now, it's just me. Little old me and expanding into music, expanding into clothing, expanding in, you know, different, different lanes. Yeah. So how can people attend these classes then what, because you know you're going to be reaching a lot of people also in this podcast yeah should they just follow you on instagram and yes attend? exactly okay. just to, just follow me on 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 the good old instagram exactly exactly or visit queensandlettles.com okay. where you can find my clothing and then you can find you know these upcoming classes yes well leah that Yay. was the podcast Thank you Yo, so much. I could go on and on and on. This is so much fun. I love it so much. Thank you for having me, Clay. Of course, Aaliyah, of course. <laughs> well, we appreciate all of the the really interesting insights that mm-hmm. you've given, especially as a person that people just see as it's the famous dancer. Exactly. There's so much more to that. And, you know, we appreciate you taking time to bring yes, it down. Yes, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. Yes. Well, everyone, this has been the Steezy Podcast. Make sure you follow Aaliyah Janelle. You make sure you follow the Steezy Studio Instagram. My Instagram as well. Come at on. Little Boon. Why Come not? On. Yeah, why not? We'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget, leave a question on Anchor. We love that stuff. Yeah, that yeah? was awesome. All right, y'all. See you in the next one. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Again, this podcast was brought to you by us, Steezy Studio. Be sure to get your dance on today, too. So if you want to get some exercise in, take a Steezy sweat class. If you want to just vibe out and feel good, you definitely need to check out a good groove along. Or if you're up for the challenge, it's time to finally start one of those advanced classes you've been eyeballing. We'll see you in class. This podcast was produced and edited by Josh Jang, and the theme music for the podcast is Tempo by Neiman. Tell